Ladies and gentlemen, let's get Good evening, good evening. We're back again, Raps on TV. Thank you, thank you to all the listeners from the last week all across the globe. Uh, this is a big episode this week. We've got the massive, huge heavyweight clash going down between Anthony Joshua and Vladimir Klitschko. I think it's safe to say boxing is officially back in the big time. 90,000, I repeat, 90,000 will be coming to watch the two giants of this game get together um, and, and battle their wits. One is a bound to be a Hall of Famer and one is a young lion who seems to have the world at his feet. Looking forward to this. I'm here with my co-host as usual, Enam. Enam, you want to say hello or yeah. bonjour? Bonjour, guten tag. <laughs> <laughs> to all the, all the fight fans out there, Koji's just spilled it out. It's a big fight weekend. It's got that feel of a mega fight. Everyone's excited. Social media world is buzzing. Uh, we're joined in the studio by none other than Jimmy Mac Jr. of Team DeGale, a good friend of the show, someone we really, really like and appreciate giving us his time. <coughs> He's going to be analysing the fight with us and breaking it down for all the fight fans out there. Lines will be opened intermittently, uh, so do call us on 01506-243-403 if you want to join the conversation, if you've got any predictions, if you want to make any statements or ask any questions, or just send out a tweet. You know, perfect. And thank you for joining us, Jimmy. No problem, boys. Pleasure thanks again. For, you're thanks the, for having me in. No problem. Actually, you're the first person to join us twice now, so you're more than privileged. I've had two. You're an honorary member. I'm going for the hat trick. Going yeah. for the hat trick. Yeah. We're looking yeah. forward to that. Um, so we know what's happening this weekend. We're all excited. Tell me, how, how excited are you for about this fight? Yeah. Do you know what? Like the the weeks leading up to it, it's it. I was thinking it's a it's a massive fight, obviously, but mm. I weren't seeing loads and loads of sort of like coverage on it. Mm. But now it's upon us and fight week's here, everyone's yeah. buzzing, everyone's talking about it. And yeah. funny enough, I was I was just walking down the road like earlier on today back to my car and someone I've never met before just stopped me and said, like, who do you think is going to win? So it's got the general public mm. talking about it now. Definitely. Like, so it's got that big fight it's feel. It's one of those fights that transcends the sport, doesn't it? Yeah, it brings the hardcores and the casuals together. It's people crossover. never It crosses over. It's got that global kind of appeal. Yeah. You know, everyone's mm. talking about it. Everyone's talking about the office. You know, girls are talking. Well, I shouldn't say that, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. yeah. All right, so what we're going to do, guys, we've got, we've got a unique format this time. This is a big fight. We're going to have a slightly different format. We're going to basically start off by going through each fighter's careers, what they've been doing. And uh, what's been happening in their lives. So we're going to start off with uh, Vladimir Kitschko, born in 1976 to a Soviet Air Force major um, and a military attaché in East Germany. Grew up within uh, the harsh Soviet military regime, so he's going to be a guy who's come under incredible mm. discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, um, he basically won numerous amateur titles. Most significant win during that time was the Olympic gold in 1996 in Atlanta. Something you know that he's got in common with Joshua, the both Olympic gold medalist. He turned professional in November 1996. First became a heavyweight world champion in 2000, beating Chris Bird to become WBO champ. His first KO loss as a champion came in 2000, 2003, losing to Corey Sanders. He lost again by KO in 2004 to Lumon Brewster. 
and it was at this point that he joined the legendary Emmanuel Stewart. Uh, joined Emmanuel Stewart joined him as his trainer to help develop the most formidable heavyweight of the last decade, and he has never been knocked out since. So, Jimmy, how important was Emmanuel Stewart to Vladimir Kitschko in developing him as a fighter, and does his teaching still live on through Klitschko? Yeah, definitely. Emmanuel Stewart was um, a massive part of, of Vladimir Klitschko and well, going on to achieve what he achieved as a professional because to get knocked out twice, maybe he thought, you know what, is this boxing game really for me, professional boxing? Mm-hmm. Um, so he's shown what he's, what he's all about. He showed his mentality, he showed his mind, mental strength to come back, to learn and to really, Emmanuel Stewart has got him doing what he's good at, which is the basics, moving mm. his feet, using his jab, and sometimes not the most exciting to watch, but so effective, mm. and that's why he reigned and was so dominant for years. Yeah, that was the following question I was going to actually ask you. What did Stuart change about him to make him so dominant? Yeah, I think he he sort of maybe slowed him down a little bit. Like he, Like, Klitschko doesn't throw hundreds and hundreds of punches. He's never in real barn burners but mm. for the for the boxing purists like technically he's brilliant to watch and I just think that he got he's 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 he, everything down to a t- everything down to a T and uh yeah basically I just think he made him um made him such a such a force in the heavyweight division. Yeah. <coughs> no that's and that, and that's a good point. I think just going back to what you said there Jimmy um in terms of slowing him down and changing his approach I felt that was key because you felt when you looked when you look at the losses that Klitschko had, you felt that there was no there was no opportunity to slow the fight down. So when you got a guy that's very fast, quite explosive, good combination punches, when they're rushing at you, he didn't find he didn't know how to establish his jab and he seemed to have learned how to do that with Stewart. And that was kind of the boring Klitschko that we watched for so many years. But I, I agree with you, I felt he just slowed him down and allowed him to just calm the fight the pace of the fight mm, down. Yeah. He's never been knocked down since, no. right? Why does everyone think AJ can do it? And if he is to KO Klitschko, what does he need to do? I think um, everyone's expecting it because that's all they've seen of Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua's 18-0 with 18 knockouts. Um, the, the public and the boxing world have just seen him just you know, go through each opponent and as soon as he, he lets, lets, lets them big bombs go, mm. like the fight's over. With Klitschko, it could be different. It could be, um, I mean, Klitschko's very clever. Yeah. He knows how to get through. If he's hurt, he's been put on the floor before, he knows how to, to get through them moments, to get up. He's he, He's been there before. Mm. And, um, he's you know, he's been at world level for such a long time now that um, I can't, I, I don't think Joshua will, will blast him out early. I think he'll have to, if he's going to, if he's going to knock him out, um, I think he's going to have to come out um, behind his jab. He can't just rush in because Klitschko can punch as well yeah. and it's heavyweight boxing anything anything, anything can happen, happen. Yeah. but I think maybe the longer the fight goes on um, maybe the younger fresher man hope it, well we don't know yet because Joshua's only been well, that, that's, that's, so, that's, that, that goes uh, in contrast to what Peter Fury was saying yeah. so Peter Fury was saying the longer the fight goes on he actually believes Klitschko is going to win I can see I can see the point as well the only thing I worry about with Klitschko is his inactivity 
He's been mm. inactive for 19 months Easily. now, I think. Easy. And um, he's now 41. Yeah, I think Joshua's had four, four, four fights yep. since mm. his last box, mm-hmm. so he's been active. He's yeah. had, he's had his match fitness. Mm. So I just don't know how he's. Listen, he might be brilliant, yeah. like, and because we've seen him for years, like how he, you know, does the 12 rounds and stuff. And but I just think this time. Maybe too much. it's a little bit too far. And yeah. just to go on that, like you know, you said, why does everyone think AJ can do? I think Jimmy's right. He is eighteen knockouts from eighteen mm. fights, so the results is quite conclusive. Mm. But I would actually say that Klitschko's probably hasn't got the strongest chin for one of the heavyweights, oh, and we know it's heavyweights, times, and that's what yeah. I mean. And if you think about those style of fights, what he's had to do since he worked with Stewart was he established the jab. So. Actually, the fights were not really exciting and massively engaging like the Tyson Fury. I think it was, what, 112 punches thrown mm, or landed mm. in that fight? And it was very much off the on the back foot, fighting on the back foot, putting the jab out and then using the jab as you a know defense what? The one, the, the one thing, So that's why I think people the think The one AJ thing about that fight with Tyson Fury was the first time he fought a bigger man. And I yeah. think he was, he's so used to fighting smaller men because and he's he got... And he couldn't a, grab him and all he that. He can't <coughs> grab him. You know, it's the first time so. he probably... Did, you know, he didn't have a longer reach, so he can't mm. keep someone out of bay with the jab. You know, if they got past the jab, he had the left you know, to keep yeah. them up, and if they got past that, he just clinched them, mm. right? But he couldn't do that with Tyson. Yeah. Tyson, if he was a bigger man, had the yeah. bigger reach, right? And also, he unsettled him. He never let Klitschko yeah. settle to yeah. establish the jab because Klitschko's known he doesn't throw the right mm. hand mm. unless the jab is landed. Whereas with, with I mean. this, you know, if you look at the stats, right, you know, they're pretty much, you know, they're identical in height. The thing is, Joshua's have got a one reach, one inch reach advantage. Mm. So, following on from that, what I was going to say. Because Joshua has a reach advantage, you might be uh, not that much, right? But it's still more than what Klitschko has been. His whole career has been based on the back of him having a long reach, you know, mm. in my opinion. Can we expect the same Vladimir Klitschko in this fight? Can we expect the same jab, left hook and hold? Or does he need to do a bit more with AJ? Me personally, I think, um, I don't think we'll see a different Klitschko. I think he's so in his way now mm. that it's going to be hard to change him. Yeah. But in saying that, he knows he's had a bit of a, a bit of a rocket now since yeah. the since the loss to to Tyson Fury. Yeah. So we may see a bit more of an aggressive Klitschko, but mm. my gut instinct tells me that Klitschko is going to come out and try and establish the jab, yeah. try and take Joshua out of his rhythm, try not to s- let let Joshua build that momentum, mm. try and keep the qu- the crowd quiet, yeah. and um and just try and confuse Joshua a little bit yeah. and try and take him into them later rounds to see how he actually does like. Deals with going them. What rounds. about you, Coach? How do you feel? Klitschko was going to be fighting. Um, I, I think I do agree. I think he's gone. He's not going to change his style. I think he's been fighting for such a long time. I mean, has he had? I'm going to say maybe I'm right, but has he had like 29 title fights, or is this his yeah, 29th title? And Josh has only had 18 fights, so mm. he's very experienced. He's been doing what he's done for a long time. I think. Tyson he's had Fury. more fights than Sorry, Josh has had. He's had more fights than Josh has had rounds. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, in, he's got much more fights, yeah. yeah, but title fights as well. You know, he's just, and I think he's had more knockouts even. Like mm. it's just he's got it's the, so the stats in terms of chaos, numbers. Yeah. So for me, I just can't see how he's going to change chaos. his style. I was asking myself, could he have learned anything from fighting um, Tyson Fury? Because again, Tyson Fury never really settled. He was always on the move. Yeah. But I'll be honest, in my heart, I don't see it. I think. His, what he's good at can work against mm. Joshua, um, yeah. but he has to establish the jab from the first round. He has to establish yeah. the jab and slow the fight down. You said yeah. something very interesting, the crowd. You know, everybody's expecting it to be a packed Wembley, noisy. The last fight we was at, the noise, the atmosphere was great. Mm. But if it's silent and then 
Joshua, he starts uh, he starts having to ask himself questions. He's not really done that in any of his fights apart from Dillian White. If he gets yeah. to the fourth round, it's like the crowd is a bit silent. He's thinking uh, Klitschko is evasive. I can't land my big mm. right hand. Mm. How How is Joshua going to react? But I, I think it's going to be the same old Klitschko. Um, one of the things I was going to ask is, are you surprised, and it's for both of you, were you surprised that Klitschko didn't take a tune-up going into this fight, considering that Ward done the same when he returned from his two-year hiatus. Mikey Garcia's done the same thing. So these are top elite fighters. And they took a one-two fight tune-up before mm. going for the big time. Are you surprised Klitschko didn't do that? Um, do you know what? It's maybe down to Klitschko like as a as a fighter mm. himself and an elite fighter, which yeah. he's been for so many years. He might not have been able to get up for a tune-up fight. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He might Very just true. want to think to be. Do you know what? I've I'm been involved. I think Billy Joe Saunders yeah. is like that. A yeah, little bit. I need to be tested. I need yeah. to be in the best fights. Yeah, good and point. maybe fighting someone in the top 10, 15, just don't do it for yeah, him. Yeah. And he and is he going to get get train as hard? Yeah. Get him up. Get himself up for it. With the Joshua fight, he's yeah. he's licking his lips. Yeah. I mean, you go look at the situation behind it as well, right? <coughs> the guy lost all his belts. You know, he was the don of heavyweight, pound for pound, one of oh, the yeah, best fighters not. in the world, right? Yeah. He was probably a hero worship wherever he's gone. Mm. And guess what happens? Uh, a guy comes out of a caravan, out in Manchester, goes to Germany, takes all of his belts off mm. him, right? That's going to have a disastrous effect on him, mm. right? Now, what's happened? He's got rematch set up, get cancelled. Second one gets cancelled, right? Incredibly frustrating time for this guy, right? Mm. His belts have been spread all over the world by this time. Yeah. Yeah? The only person, realistically, that's going to get him that kind of glory fight back is going to be Joshua. Mm -hmm. You know, the only person that's going to... He's not going to be going for tune-up fights. Mm. He wants his belts back. He hasn't got time. Time isn't on his side. He's 41 years of age. You know, there's a tune-up fight. Then, in that time, God knows, well, if these guys lose... You know, if Joshua loses his belts, you know, you don't know what could happen. Do you know Mm. what I mean? This mega fight's out the window. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because there's a lot of money at stake. You're right. This is, you know, it's a lot of money at stake. And uh, for (coughs) me, you know, I, I personally feel... This is going to be his last fight. Mm. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah. I think, I think, I think that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just do, just and to, that's win or lose. So if Klitschko yeah. was to win, you still think he would retire? Because I think oh, I don't know. I, I mean, think so. it's, to be honest, right? If you think about it, right? I think he will beat Deontay Wilder. I think because I, I feel Wilder is so technically poor, yeah, right? Wilder. You know, I'm a fan of bomb squad. I know. <laughs> so I mean, if, if, he, if he beats Joshua in his mind, he might think, you know what? I've, I've got the glory again why not even cement it even further and go and get the WBC belt that he's never had or yeah. I don't know he's not because his brother had that yeah, exactly. yeah. you know what I mean that, that could be green and gold is, it could be tempting but I don't, I don't think I mean Debella was saying something that he felt that Klitschko never they, they never offered Wilder a fight so I don't know I just think Wilder I agree I'll put my hands up he is the, probably the worst champion technically throughout boxing mm. but he's got that equaliser and if he lands on you it's night night and I know that's not the best thing to go off but it's boxing so that's one of his skill sets but yeah not to go off topic I mean Inam what would you say so in in terms of Klitschko I mean when you fight was announced were you excited are you excited this weekend yeah I'm very excited you know this is undoubtedly a mega fight Mm. you know you get super fights this is a mega fight Mm. it's one of those fights that transcend the sport like Manny Pacquiao Floyd Mayweather Lennox Lewis everybody's talking about it Tickets are selling for $50,000 ringside and the prices are still going up, right? When celebrities are turning up... So you're going to get us you're going to buy some for us yeah? <laughs> uh, if, I, if I had a contact to get them I'd be like Jimmy's Jim, Jim taking a whole he's going to take a 50 grand tickets for us yeah, yeah. my yeah. treat boys yeah thank you <laughs> yeah so uh, 
undoubtedly, I'm, I'm excited. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's uh, yeah, it's a serious event. Serious yeah. event. Um, so just, uh, I just want to f- f- finish off on uh, Vladimir Kitschko and his, and his life. You know, in 2006, he became a heavyweight champion again, winning the IBF and IBO. 2008, he won the WBO. 2009, he was awarded the ring and lineal title. And then in 2011, he defeated Hay to win the WBA belt, right? Well, the only belt that evaded him at that time was the WBC belt that was held by his brother. And in 2015, we had that historic loss to Tyson Fury, which reopened the heavyweight division for the first time in over a decade. And ultimately, that has really led to Joshua Klitschko, isn't it? Of course. Yeah. And in addition to this, the guy speaks four languages. He holds a PhD, is a master chess player, and he gives a lot of money to charity. Mm. Yeah. So we're talking about a serious guy here, aren't we? Yeah, serious he's, guy. he's not just a sportsman, is he? No, no. he's more than that. He's bigger yeah. than the sport. Yeah. I mean, look Good at his brother. Of... His brother's going to become a mayor of Kiev. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. That's Pacquiao style. The chance you ask is, how important <coughs> is it for Klitschko to not only win, but win big? Is this about reliving his glory days? Is he about recapturing the limelight and going out on his terms? I think, don't get me wrong, he would love to win in style, but I think ultimately, in his head, he's just thinking, just win the fight. In yeah. fact, as long as I win, I'll be happy. Like, whether it's clean, whether it's scrappy, whether it was a, a great fight, a, mm. bad, a poor fight. He, I think he's in his career now, all he wants is to just get yeah. his belts back yeah. and then he can decide what he wants to do and in his head he's he's always done what he's set out to do since yeah. losing to Tyson Fury so I, I think in his head of course everyone wants to win well but mm. ultimately in his head I think he just thinks just win mm. what about you coach what do you think um yeah I think I, again I do agree with Jim I think he just wants to win um I think there is something so I'm thinking what would be the bigger victory avenging his loss to Tyson Fury or, or beating the new champion lion oh. biggest prospect and you would probably, you could argue Joshua, for either. Yeah. But Joshua, with all the hype that's around him... Slaying the new lion. That's, that's, that's... And I just think, no matter how he does it, I think if you look for his last five, six fights, he does, he's never really cared about style, if we're being I mean, honest. In his, in his, in his, own his words, only thing has been about winning. In his winning. own words, this will be his greatest win. Yeah. That's in his that's own words. Said, there you yeah, go. You know, you know, so I think all so I think it's all about winning and winning at any at any cost. So I would love to have seen how he's prepared himself mentally and physically for this fight. Um, but I think as long as he wins... I don't think he's going to worry about people saying he clinched 100 times in the fight mm. or it was very boring and there wasn't a lot of action. I don't think he cares. I think mm. I'm going to get a, two belts at least. I think that's the main thing for me. I think... I suppose his whole career is testament <coughs> to that, isn't it, really? It's yeah, never that's been what exciting I mean. Fight, yeah. It's never been know? an exciting fight. So I don't think he cares about the style. Yeah. question I just want to quickly ask you on, on Klitschko as well is um, if... So Klitschko Fury fought 2015. Before that fight... If they said to you the winner of that fight fights Joshua, this is in 2015, who would you have said would have won? So before the Fury Klitschko fight, lost, yeah. I would have said. And if Klitschko had beat Fury? You would have to go with Klitschko yeah. simply at the time because of what was Joshua? Joshua was, was he British champion at the time? I think he wasn't even British champion. British he was Samuel international. Yeah. He was WBC so international. He hadn't yeah. even won a British title. Yeah, because so he won, had to have gone beat White Klitschko, after. Yes. No, no, he yeah. wouldn't have won the British because he won the British title against Dillian White. Yeah, but that was afterwards. No, Remember it was because he fought him in December. Oh so yeah, remember no, he fought was, him in December, and uh, oh, Tyson Fury yeah, was, was before right. then. Time yeah. flies, man. Yeah. yeah, time flies. Yeah, so at that stage, you'd have had to have backed gone, Klitschko. Yeah, and it just shows you how four fights later, eighteen month hiatus, everything's so, just in the air. Oh, right, that's a really good way of looking at it. Then, so Jimmy, what has changed so much in that time that people now think? 
has Joshua really developed that much as a fighter and has Klitschko descended that much as a fighter for him to mm. lose? Or is this the hype is clouding everyone's judgment? I think it's heavyweight boxing. <laughs> yeah. So it's the knockout show, isn't it? Mm. I think since his fight with Dylan White, I think Joshua has made big improvements. Mm-hmm. Um, although he's still not beating anyone where you go... That is a that's a brilliant win. Yeah. He still took everyone out who they put in front of him. Charles Martin, he knocked him out in two rounds. Molina. Then he boxed uh, Brazil. Brazil, that's he right. He like, went seven rounds, but yeah. it was so one-sided, wasn't it? Yeah. And then he beat Molina. So Again, this, one-sided. This is his acid test now. Oh, big time. This is where we're going to see yeah, what if, he's the made hype, of. if the hype is real. Yeah, and, and, and that's it. So I'm going to open the lines quickly. I can see we've got a caller. Um, 269, we're coming out to you. 269? So hello? Silent. Hello. Hello. Who's speaking? Hello? Yes. Can you hear us? Hi, it's Jason. How you doing, you Jason? Yes. Long time. You haven't called I'm in good, for man. a while. You well? I think I called in uh, when Ashley Fearsay was in. Ah, yes, 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 Last yes. Time. And then, and then we had to get his question. Ago? Yes, yeah. yeah. Good. How you been? Question yeah. or statement? Just a statement, really, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know, in regards to Joshua, I mean, maybe two fights ago, I I think I was thinking like everyone else, basically like as he develops enough skill to mm-hmm. take on someone like Kishko. But like since the past two fights, I just feel like his presence in the ring is just like a like a Mike Tyson kind of thing. I feel like people when they go in the ring with him, they're just literally scared of him. They're beat before they even, before the bell rings. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, but do you, you think, know, um, Jason? Do you think, of, Jason? Do you think Klitschko feels like that? About Joshua? Has he got a feeling before he goes in the ring already? I I feel Klitschko should feel like that, to be honest with you. I mean, I love boxing and I haven't really been... um, I haven't really been on the heavyweight boxing Mm. since, like, a few years ago. Mm. It's only since Joshua stepped up kind of thing. You know, it's made it really interesting and... You know, I know the UK love to hype up their fighters, but Paul Joshua's the real deal. Good. Do you know what I mean? And I feel the um, reason why I called in, not to this, um, well, first of all, to hear uh, what, your, what your opinions are. Mm-hmm. And I'm still going to be listening once I come off the phone, but Perfect. yeah, I definitely think seven round, seven, seventh round knockout. For Joshua. And Joshua. Perfect. We've got that yeah. noted down. So next week we want to hear you call in and... Uh, and, and talk about the, the, the fight once it was all gone down. Oh, yeah. I'm mostly going to say I wish I put a bet on it. <laughs> it's never too late, mate. <laughs> We're going to get some betting That's sponsors true. on, so then we'll give you some good discounts. Um, but no, thanks for that. Jason, anything else? That's, that's all, thanks, guys. Perfect. Thank you very much, Jason. Cheers. Thanks Take for care, the support. Thanks. thanks. For that, yeah. Cheers. Thanks. All right, so that's going to lead me very quickly. Oh, OK, we've got another caller. Um, we're going out to 600, uh, 600. Hello? Hello? Hi, 600? What's hello, your name? Hello, Just a, My name's Luke. Um, Luke. Jimmy Hi, used to train me for my white collar fight. Oh, yeah, Luke, what's happening, mate? You good? <laughs> what's, what's happening, Jimmy, you right? Yeah, I'm very well, mate, you? Did you win the white collar fight? That's the... I, I did win the white collar fight. Well done, well done, well, well done, done. Luke. <laughs> Jimmy's on the promotion now. He's going to get a bonus. <laughs> nah. yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Jimmy, just a, Jimmy, just a quick question for you, mate. Yes, mate. You backed against me when I said that Fury would beat Klitschko. Yeah. 
Now I'm saying that Klitschko stops AJ in four. I don't think you can outbig. Like when when they're comparable in size, comparable in styles, I don't think you can outdo Klitschko. Luke, why do you think they're comparable in styles? Why would you say they're comparable in styles, Luke? They 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 very um, similar in the sense that they throw the left uh, sorry the jab the straight right the left hook. They are their three main punches, and neither of them move their head. Yeah, the only point. thing that I would say is with Klitschko, is Klitschko after he's thrown the right hand closes the distance and will wrap Joshua up. Hmm. Nice. And he fights he fights leaning backwards where Joshua comes yeah. in forward leaning slightly over his left knee. Mm-hmm. He's susceptible to a left hook same mm-hmm. as Pulev. Mm-hmm. You know, I was watching Behind the Ropes yesterday, and um, it seems like Klitschko, I I mean, I can't read too much into it, but it seems to me he's been doing a lot of work on his defence, you know, a a lot of work on his head movement. I noticed exactly what he said, he was leaning back a lot, you know, he's working a lot on his lateral movement, working a lot on distance. Um, yeah, I mean, I've never fought with it like that. I've never actually fought with them as similar, similar type fires. You, you said in four rounds, uh, Klitschko to, to knock out in Joshua. Four rounds. Yeah, in four yeah, rounds. And the, and the thing is as well, is everybody is saying that Anthony Joshua is the bigger puncher. Mm. He's had 18 fights. He's probably the best match boxer in the history of boxing. Fair point, yeah. That's why I've with one punch. That's why. An accumulation of punches. Mm. To be fair, that's why I've always favoured Wilder. Uh, in a matchup, I know. Yeah, carry Wilder, on. Wilder comes to fight, and Wilder's got a one punch knockout. And yeah. it's, it's, um I remember speaking with Spencer Fearon about this, and he says with Golovkin as well, it's a concussive punch, and it's an mm. accumulation of punches rather than one punch. Mm. Now, there's no question Anthony Joshua can punch and has serious power, but it's not one punch. Yeah. That's throw, a really interesting point, out. Luke, you made. You yeah. know, to be honest, I don't think any of us have even considered that. You know, yeah. it's a, a fantastic point. The, the what, before I let you go, Luke, um, the what I was going to ask you, but what is it that you see in Joshua that, that makes you feel he can get knocked out in four rounds? Well, um, as Jimmy will tell you, because he actually taught me this, was uh, catch return shot. So Dillian White caught his right hand on his left arm, mm-hmm. threw a left hand instantly, clipped him on the chin. It was an arm punch. Yeah. Joshua's legs were all over the show. Yeah, it was. You Funny know about them trigger shots, Luke. <laughs> I do, exactly. Exactly, you taught me well. And the other <laughs> thing as well is he got dropped very heavily with 16-ounce gloves and head guards on. yeah. So, yeah. You can't put muscles on your chin. I'm yeah. not saying the Klitschko's not chinny, because he is. Yeah. Well, it is. I don't think it's fair to say any of them are chinny, because they're getting hit by Big guys, huge to be men fair. with hard punches. Mm. But with an arm punch, Klitschko's right hand, what are you going to favour? An injured Dillian White left hand or a straight right off of Vladimir Klitschko? Yeah. No. He will land that right hand. That's a very good point. No, thank you very much, Luke. Listen, Luke, make sure you support, keep supporting. Right. Um, thank you for calling in. Um, check us out on Facebook. And uh, yeah, once it's live, once the show's up, it'll be on iTunes as well. So we're going to go to another caller, uh, 251. 251. Hello? Uh, hi. 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 Uh, below the belt TV. How you doing? Oh, but Dwayne, below the belt, how you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad, Frank. Glad good. to be on the line, man. Good, good, good. Right, thank thanks you for, for calling thanks in for once calling again, in again. Yeah, uh, It's a question or statement? I don't um, I don't know, like, statement, I guess. Yep. In regards to the whole Klitschko-AJ fight, I think, um, of, to state the obvious, it's, it's definitely AJ's toughest challenge. It's a, it's, it's a big, big challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as, like, who's chinny and who's not chinny, I think any any heavyweight that gets hit hard potentially hits the deck, you know? Mm. I can't really see any heavyweight taking a hard shot from, from, from another. And, and not being in trouble. Mm. And um, I think what Klitschko probably is going to struggle with a bit is the speed of AJ. 
Um, he's. Yeah, I Good think he's, that's what I guess makes it such a big fight. You've got the IQ, the ring IQ that uh, Klitschko has, but you've also got the youth, the speed and power that AJ has. And you know, Jimmy, I was going to ask about something like this. Actually, mm. how does? All right, cheers. Thanks, thanks, Dwayne. Um, so, who are you going with? I, I'm going with AJ uh, between fifth and seventh round KO. Thank you very much. We've got that noted as well. Thank you. How does uh, Klitschko deal with that kind of rapid punching, you know, aggressive power punching that's coming at you like rapidly, like a machine gun? How do you deal with that? Watch out, here he comes. Yeah. You just have to... I think he's... Uh, listen, Klitschko, has, has, <coughs> he's been in with every seat, sort of star. I mean, he won an Olympic gold medal. He's won a world title. He, there's, I don't think there's anything... Is there any Joshua... fighter that he's thought they could say he's comparable to Joshua? <laughs> it's hard to say, really, because... He's at a stage in his career now where he's at the end of his career, so he might not even know himself till mm. he gets in there with them yeah. little gloves on, like yeah. how he's going to feel. But mm. I think he's he's clever enough to to sort of. Well, he said, didn't he? He said they said he, Joshua said, "Listen, I've got the speed," but he said, "You know what beats speed?" He said, "Anticipation." Yeah. Mm. But yeah. we're going to see if that's we're going to see if that's there. And I said it once. I say it again. Heavyweight boxing. Anyone yeah. gets hit clean, yeah, it's over. That. I it's mean, over. if you go back in history, Lewis Rahman, there's been no, numerous. So I'm going to go into um, AJ. Just do a bit of a review, a brief review of his career. Um, <laughs> I think it's fair to say the best way to describe AJ is is, is probably one of those pure um, rags to riches stories that you know it shows you what the benefit of hard work, dedication, and the sport of boxing how it can change your life around. I think we've probably all seen the Lucas Aid adverts. That's not a plug, by the way, but, you know, the adverts constantly on Sky Sports. Um, yeah. And it just kind of details how he started off in a life of crime and inverted commas. Then he went, decided to be a bit more focused, work, got taken down the gym, um, finished the AB, ABC gym. And um, uh, ABC, AB, AB gym. And uh, for me, um, he, he's had a good career. So, He's won a few stats, and it's good we've got Jimmy Mackey. He's, he's the other, he's one of the other boxers to win an Olympic gold gold medal in boxing, um, as James DeGale did. So that's obviously a good fact. Yeah. Um, like Joe Frazier, um, Joshua is the second heavyweight to actually have a gold medal um, and be a champion, as well as a world champion, as with a recognised belt. And um, uh, that's got to be also um, Klitschko because Klitschko's a gold medalist and a heavyweight champion. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. Um, and then he won the vacant ABC, um, WBC international belt within nine. Fights. Um, then after that, he won the, v- the vacant British heavyweight belt against Dillian White, which was an inaction-packed fight. And then he won his belt, um, his IBF heavyweight belt against Charles Martin. So, for me, I think we've clearly seen, and as Luke actually said earlier, I think the thing with Joshua is that he has done well. He's 18 fights, 18 knockouts, but actually the timing. So whether you call it matching and timing, I think it's a bit of both. The timing has been great in terms of who he's fought because White was a tough fight for him. Mm. He obviously had a loss going into that fight and it was for a title. Um, the Charles Martin, I, I don't really, I didn't think Charles Martin was a good champion. No. I mean, he won the belt by like, that phantom knee. The default, yeah, it was a default. Right, knee, and yeah. to Fury was stripped, so I, I wasn't that impressed with that. But ultimately, since he's won the belt, what he's gone on to do, um, I thought he's fought in impressive fashion, and you've seen slight improvements. Um, so, Jimmy, I guess the question I wanted to ask you is, and this is just going back to the fight in general, do you feel this is one of the biggest fights in British boxing history? Definitely, yeah. I think, um, it will... I mean, growing Heavy, up with your he, father, he, heavyweights yeah. has always been massive, yeah. isn't it? So to have a, a sellout mm. against a legend like someone like Klitschko, yeah. to have him over, you know, yeah. in 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 England, in London, and Joshua's the boy coming up. He's the blue-eyed boy. Mm. Everyone loves him, mm. like from Britain. Yeah, can he 
can he beat Klitschko? Mm. And everyone, and the question is, is it too early? Is it the right time? Mm. And I think that's why everyone's going to tune into this fight because they got, they want to see if 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 the hype is real. Mm. Mm. And when, when was the first time you heard about Joshua as a boxer? Do you know what? Funny enough, uh, we we used to have John McDermott in our mm-hmm. stable. Like okay. this was years ago, and um, I think Joshua maybe was, if not on the GB team, it was when he may have just got on there. He was st- mm. he was still an amateur, and um, he was massive like back mm. then. I remember thinking, who is this kid? He's massive, <laughs> and um, yeah, he sparred he sparred with John McDermott. We was you know what? If you look compare his pictures when he came at the Olympics to now, oh, it's a sizable difference. Yeah, though, man. He's always been a big boy. He's always though. big. Yeah, he's always been a big boy, and um, yeah, like even then he was just super fast, like mm. for, for for a big boy. But back then, because in the amateurs they was only doing like I think it was four twos at the time still, mm. and they switched to three threes. Yeah, four now. two minute rounds. Yeah, it was yeah. four twos. So the the as the rounds were going on, like he was getting more tired and stuff, mm. and then. Um, I just sort of kept my eye on him, really, just yeah. through through the amateurs, and then he just just sort of like he come on and moved so Leaps quickly. Before you knew it, he was like in the world championships. He got silver. Yep. Out he, in Baku. So he, then he then he qualified for Olympic games. Then obviously the, the games was in London, yeah. so all eyes was on that. And obviously yeah. he come away with a gold medal. So turning pro, he's he's in the spotlight straight away. Mm. So everyone. Knew him yeah. from from his professional debut. I mean, he's done so much better than Audley because Audley was similar. He came out in a blaze mm. of glory after the Olympics, winning the gold. Do you know what I mean? I think Audley's the blueprint of what not to what, do, what, what not, not to, to follow. Do. Yeah. How to fuck up, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, in professional boxing as well. I mean, <coughs> they always say it's two different things. Amateur boxing is a sport, yeah, and they say professional boxing is a business. Mm. And the business is you have to look good yeah. because. No one really deep down wants to see jab move, jab move, jab move. Mm. They want to see knockouts. They want to see explosiveness. Mm. They want to see these. Yeah. They want to see blood. Yeah. And that's what you get in fights with Joshua. Yeah. So he's got I mean. he's got a he's got a, a fan friendly style. Mm. He's eighteen and over, eighteen knockouts. He's not put a foot wrong. Mm. And he, right now he's in one of the biggest fights that British boxing's ever seen. And I mean, I, and it goes to show the marketing and the brands that are kind of latching onto him kind of proves that. So you're right, in terms of the business sense, again, you've got to kind of take your hat off to Matchroom because they've mar- they've marketed him and they've built him up in the right I way. it's a combination though, Koj, because, you know, Joshua has to be that kind of like-minded businessman as well. That is true. Right? I mean, you could have a complete bum and then, you know, Matchroom do as much promotion as they can. The guy's just not bothered, yeah. isn't dedicated, doesn't have a commercial mind, mm-hmm. you know. So, to be honest, I think far more of the success is attributable to Joshua. Mm. Joshua, they've got so many other stars, mm. right? Why is it normally this massive? I know there's a heavyweight aspect to it. Yeah. I get that. But I think Joshua as an individual himself is a highly marketable but character. I, 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 I totally agree with what you're saying because essentially, as much as I like Tyson Fury, the character in the boxer, if Matchroom had Tyson Fury, I don't same. think he would be able to get all the marketing and promotional brands behind him mm. the way Joshua has. But I think with Joshua, it's the package, like you said, London 2012. He immediately is British Coach, sweetheart. Look, look but at, look at his history. Is switched, is, is switched on. Look, at, look Tyson Fury, we, we know why he's not marketable. It's because of stuff he says and his mm-hmm. background. Look, but his work ethic, on, though. I know, but AJ was on his way to prison. So what I'm saying is, look how smart they are. 
People are thinking about that. That's in the past. Mm. The fact that he was arrested for whatever he was. It's in the past. Of course. This guy now is a, uh, a moral compass mm. for up-and-coming fighters and young people. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, that, and that's that very true. He's, I mean, smart, he's, he's definitely been positioned as a role model. And going back to what you said, I think it is his, his, his characteristics because you could see it just by his Twitters, his Instagram... Even when you hear him being interviewed, he's very, he's kind of like a corporate worker, to be honest, sometimes when I hear him very speak, much so. he's very much, very corporate. says the right words, you know, he, he's articulate, he's, he's really articulate. Very um, corporate. So in, in terms of the white fight, I mean, again, the caller went back to it and said it was the hook that caught him. I think that fight was probably the first fight where we could say, oh, he's human, you know, we saw some flaws. How do you feel that Joshua has improved? And this is for both of you. How do you feel he's improved since the Dillian White fight? I think in the Dylan White fight, he you could he just wanted a war, mm. and he was just coming out. And he I watched funny enough, I watched his documentary, and he said I fought Dylan White's fight and I come out on top, but I wasn't impressed with my own performance. Yeah, I think since then, I think that fight he was a little bit stuck in the mud, mm. like his feet were quite flat. Yeah. To Straight me, lines. he just looks faster on his feet. Like he's not as robotic as he. He's not as robotic as before. I just think like, and he just he does. He looks razor sharp. I mm. think he's just, he's just. Imp- I think he spe- sped his feet up a little bit, and mm-hmm. he's like he's in and out, in and out. So he's getting his punches not punches. Would you off say he still fights a lot of straight lines as well? Was he? Yeah, I would, but then I mean, a lot of the time where they're such big guys, it's it's hard, it's hard for to him to, to get round the sides. And but he he is so fast that mm. he can get in, bang, 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 and 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 get out without taking. I, taking I feel up he's a back. bit more looser as well when he's That's throwing what the punches. Yeah, yeah. Before, yeah so you know you're mean? right because when yeah. he throws the jab, he feels like now he comes it's into fluid. the hook. It's and more it's, fluid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just a lot more ease. Where I felt when you used to watch him before. He it's, more, chase much the guy. More, it's much more natural, isn't it? Before yeah. you can tell you that it's probably having to think about it, but now I think through practice, that's come through practice yeah. and experience building up, isn't yeah. it? So I guess it's the question, and we've kind of touched on it before, but it's, if we this, if this try and find an answer, is this fight too early for AJ? You know what, right? <coughs> if Klitschko wasn't 40 years of age and he was, say, 30, rather than it most definitely would be right or wrong the only reason I think people are saying Klitschko doesn't have a chance to win is because number one he's 40 years old right and he's been at the ring for a long period of time mm. if this was Klitschko back in his 30s it would listen when have people ever had like heard about a world champion after 19 fights mm. does that really happen no yeah, right I mean, first of all you don't get world special, champs right yeah. that's, the, that's the first thing Secondly, fights of this calibre, right, usually happen, you know, 30-plus fights into someone's career. Am I right, Jimmy? Correct. Right? So you could say, yes, it is too early. Mm. It's too early for him. Mm. The only compensating factor for that is the fact that Klitschko's maybe possibly too old. There's question marks, isn't it? There's there's massive question marks over Klitschko. But is that not why it's so exciting? Exactly. You know, like, he's demolished everyone that's been put in front of him. (coughs) Mm. People going... And how many times going up, oh, no, we've got to see Joshua step up now. They've mm. got to put him in with someone after. Thank yeah. you. And then he beats Charles Martin. Oh, he weren't very good. Yeah. And then from his own point of view, we don't know if he's just too good for his own good. Mm. Or is it going to be a step too far too soon? Mm. And I think that's why everyone's going to tune we've in. We've got a couple of questions coming up about the game plan and strategy and stuff like that. And I was going to sort of like speak to you about that. But while we're quickly going through is uh, some of the kind of 
um, media stuff that's been out there. Did you watch the media workout yesterday? Um, do you know what? I was over Arsenal last night. Right, enough, okay, but, you did watch but it. I have seen clips of it like on Instagram <coughs> and all that. What did you, did you watch? Did you watch Klitschko with his workout? I've seen clips of clips it. Of it. Yeah. What about you, Cos? Did you watch it? Um, I saw the media workout. Yes, yeah. for both guys. Yeah. So. What I saw, Jimmy, mm. right, was as soon as it pretty much started, straight away Klitschko took the centre of the ring. Mm. Right, he took the centre of the ring and he was pushing Jonathan Banks back, back right? Mm. So, from that I'm thinking, do you feel that he can push Joshua back onto the back foot? I think, I think they can both push each other back. I think they're both mm. big units and... They're both going to be very weary of each other's power. I think Klitschko's had 64 wins and 53 KOs. Yeah. So, that's, so he's got, you, he, can, he can definitely bang. Yeah. So he's definitely got the power in his Mate, punch to push Joshua mm. back. The yeah. way he put down Pulev, Pulev, we only fought Pulev like just before Jennings. Mm. It's not too long ago. I mean, he put him down about three or four times yeah. in that fight. Pulev's a serious fighter as well. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, so what, I mean, what, what do you make of it, Coach? What, what do you think? What, I mean, would you for read, me, read anything into it? Um, into, I, I have to be honest. I try not to read too much into like the the, the workouts. Um, I felt that Klitschko looked a bit weird. Like, so the, there was a part where he was working on his defense, but the way he was just doing it, in, punching down, punching up, in like protecting his sides, I was thinking, really? And he looked quite gaunt. But again, it's because I haven't seen him in a fight for such a long time. There's little differences that you think actually it doesn't mean anything. So mm. I, d- I didn't know. The one thing I will say is, for me, Joshua does look huge in this fight, going into this fight. I think mm. it's the biggest. Why do you think that is? Why do Well, I think it's clearly, for me, one of the things that we know Klitschko does very clinching. well is clinching and hugging and just slows you down with the jab. Um, mm. And I just feel by getting his strength up, maybe the team are thinking. We're gonna be able to be. We're gonna. You can't strong arm us. You can't old man us. Because Klitschko could easily just go in there and old man Joshua. But do you think that's gonna later in the like later in the fight carrying that bigger muscle, carrying that amount of extra weight, oxygen, right? Yeah, well, that's what you're say. If red blood, red blood cells, exactly. You know, it's carrying that extra weight is gonna make him tired to start off with, and it's all that muscle and the oxygen requirements. You know what I mean? Especially if he starts off explosive. This so, is I mean, how long can he last? And that's but, the other thing. Is, you know, he's, you know, he's explosive fighter. He's always using explosive energy. You know mm. what I mean? So this is what I think. Can the he do it for twelve rounds? Exactly. exactly. We don't know. We don't know. We don't but know. this is why it's so intriguing. That's <laughs> yeah. why for me it's a huge fight. I mean, and so I think there's many unknowns. Lies. There's so many unknowns. Like you know, we're just talking about if um, Klitschko puts him on the back foot. We've never seen him fight on the back foot. Can yeah. you ever recall seeing AJ on the back foot? No. Only maybe no. once with Joe no, Dillian White. Really. That was really got seconds. knocked. And even then, he wasn't even on the back foot. He was, to be fair, if it was a smart fire, they probably could have got Joshua out of there in when he clipped him with the left. Joshua was kind of like, his legs were wobbly. So, yeah. I've never, you're right, I've never seen him on the back foot. Um, mm. One thing I was going to say, and, it's, and, it's, and this is why I feel this fight is also so interesting, is that if you look at Klitschko's career, he beat Jennings. He's beat Povetkin. He's beat Pulev. He's beat this guy Watch, which uh, Dillian White is fighting in June on the uh, on the card for Jake Ball and on the card for Jake Ball and Bilotti. All those guys were undefeated when they faced Klitschko. So to me, what that says is Klitschko is not afraid of fighting undefeated guys. Mm. Mentally, he knows what it takes. When somebody's undefeated, he doesn't get phased. He beat Jennings in New York. Mm. He's coming to London to beat Joshua again, undefeated fighter. All those guys go leaning into that fight. They were all kind of young prospects. Not young lines in the same way as Joshua were, but they had good careers, knockout artists. And it just says to me that this fight, you can't... It, it could go either way because mm. Klitschko knows how to deal with guys that are coming in with, with an undefeated record that believe that they're yeah. the best yeah. and he knows how to establish his game plan yeah. and dominate the fight. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So another program, uh, we're going to sort of like go into that as well. Predictions, you know. So it was behind the ropes. I don't know if you guys watched that. Did you watch behind the ropes at all? I've seen the Joshua one, but yeah. I missed the Klitschko one. Yeah, I fell asleep with the Klitschko. <laughs> you know what? Right. What I read into that is Klitschko <coughs> looks so calm and collected, and he looks very confident. Right. Do you think in his mind he thinks Joshua is too green for him? He's too green. I think he probably feels like he's too early for Joshua. Yeah. Because he's he's thinking he knows how he's in, how he mm. feels in himself. Mm. He's been there, done it, seen it all before. Mm. So he's he won't be he won't be phased by yeah. getting in with Anthony Joshua. He's been in with big punches before. Yeah. Um so but he's seen it all before. He's been in big fights. Yeah. I don't know how many fights he's had in in outdoor stadiums. But again, is that yeah, going to be a factor? Few, yeah. Yeah. I know Joshua's box, Joshua's box at Wembley. Wembley exactly. Even Klitschko, then, there was like three thousand people yeah, there at the time. Klitschko's boxed in sixty, seventy thousand arenas. Well, he's well, out at yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, So he's been there. So I don't think that's going to phase mm. him. Kuj, where you mate? Um, no, um, I do, do. I think he looks at Joshua as being green. I would say yes because he's quite, he was quite eager to take the fight. But then he's probably thinking about his own sort of like. Uh, legacy. legacy in yeah. that sense um, yeah I probably would say because they clearly obviously everybody knows that they sparred with each other mm. at the time does he look at Joshua and think you haven't developed enough mm. to beat me is he thinking that you know, let's just be. let's just put that to Jimmy right Jimmy after 18 fights right I know we've got an amateur record and student amateur can someone have developed completely as a fighter after 18 fights they've got so much more still to learn and develop it all depends on the individual, That's really. Like, like average, average. If you're thinking about an average, I think if I'm, I'd say on average it takes more. But if you say Lomachenko, for Thank example, <laughs> he's had was it 400 amateur fights and lost one. Yeah. I mean, he boxed for a world title in his second pro Five, fight. Yeah, yeah. So, but he's he, unique. Though. He's a one. Yeah, quite, he's, he's a one. Well, off. No one else has really done he's that. Done, he's done. He's done. He's done it all so fast yeah. because he's learned. Mm-hmm. But when you look at Anthony Joshua. He didn't even really have a long, Amateur long career. Yeah. Mm. When James DeGale won his Olympic gold medal, Josh hadn't even started boxing then. Wow! And now this that was Saturday, 2008. he's boxing. And four in, years later, yeah, he's wow. boxing in potentially the, oh, the biggest fight Britain Britain seen. Yeah, I mean the thing how is, you, know, how can you write that? As, and and you say that, but I would say okay, it's slightly different levels. But you've got to even look at um, you look at Tyson. If you look at okay, he had a, a lot of fights, but he was fighting like they say every two months. But actually, he fought Larry Holmes quite early to win the belt. So it depends on the character. And that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's, the, it's the boxer, the style that they bring. Is Tyson? Is, is Joshua Larry Holmes in? Is the faded fight? I mean, we're going to talk about it. It's about the historical comparisons. Well, of course, he clearly was. You know. He clearly was. But then, yeah. are there similarities to this? Because who did Holmes? Who did Larry yeah. Holmes defeat? Yeah. Ali. Exactly. So yeah. it was that passing of the chain. So this is mm. why for me this fight is just is, mm. is so interesting. Um, we're gonna go to the lines because we've got a couple of callers on, and I don't want them to think we're we're ignoring them. So three one nine, three one nine. We're coming out to you. Hello. Yeah. Hi, mate. Um, hi. What's hi. your name? Uh, it's Uma. Uma. How you doing, mate? Hi, Uma. Question or statement? Uh, it's a question. It's just um. Everyone's going on about Klitschko being 41 and, you know, being out the ring for 18 months. But do you think... Because he, does, he doesn't need a payday. He's made enough money. So do you think that theory loss is actually going to bring out a better Klitschko than a worse one that everyone's saying on fight night? Do you go for that, Jimmy? Um, well, he keeps saying it's the best he's felt. So 
listen, even if he wasn't the best he's felt, he's not going to say that out mm. to the public. But you don't know. Maybe that was the little rocket he needed because mm. he'd been do- dominant for so long. And I think I think Fury got in his head before the fight. Yeah. He was all wrong for him. Mm. Klitschko got in there. I think he did. He did. He damage his right hand. I think, and yeah, he was in there. And don't he could, forget, he was having he, a lot of marital problems as well. Mm. You oh, know, really? I didn't know that because his wife was having a lot of postnatal depression. She was suffering mm. from postnatal depression, okay. and that was affecting his mind quite a bit leading into the fight. Okay. Yeah. So all these little things, like if 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 you've got things going on in your personal life outside, mm. I, I don't know. Even if you worked in an office, like. If you've got things going on at exactly. home, you can't really focus on doing mm. your job, let mm. alone get in there and fight for the heavyweight championship of the world. Mm. So he's he says he feels great. Yeah. Um I don't know. We do we're just, Saturday. What do you see. think, Uma? Well, no, it's just it's just everyone's going on about we're gonna you know, AJ's a favourite because we're gonna see a, a lesser pitch card than what we've seen before, but just sort of came about and popped in my head that we might you know, like it's about his legacy, and he might be more motivated for this. And oh, is he, you know, the, you know, Omar, there's no doubt about it. He said in his, in his own words, you know, he's highly motivated for this fight. You know, mm. you know, you, yeah. you bear in mind, you've got a guy who was, you know, I mean, a lot of these boxers when they retire, they struggle, they struggle mm. with their time. So, mm. you know, uh, you know, the glory days behind. So, <coughs> same things happened to him. You mm. know, he's, lo- he's in some ways he's lost a lot of his glory by losing all those belts. He was a unified heavyweight champion. Yeah. He's gone. He wants it back. Yeah. That's a serious amount of motivation. He wants to go out on mm. his top terms. Yeah, so I think yeah, I think he's highly motivated for this, mate. There's no question about that. So listen, Umar, thank you for your call. Uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, download on iTunes once it's up. Um, we're going to go out to 207. 207, the floor is yours. Hello? Oh, hello? Hello? Hi. How are we doing? Not too bad, hey. Who's speaking? Uh, my name's Tommy. <laughs> Is it Tommy? Hi, Tommy. Hi, Tommy. Yep. How are we doing? Not too bad. Uh, question or statement, Tommy? Uh, I'd like to make a question, please, to Jimmy Mack. Sure. Okay. So, I was just wondering, Jim, um, do you feel like Tyson Fury was just too good for Joshua, or... Was Vladimir Klitschko just not there on the mic? Was Tyson Fury good for, too good for Joshua? No, I think you mean Klitschko. Klitschko. Oh, right. Too good for, too good for Klitschko. Um, I think... Thanks, I think, I think I just think Fury just got in there and just frustrated the life out of Klitschko. He couldn't get hold of him. Mm. He couldn't get nothing off. He was very awkward. There mm. wasn't a lot happening in it's the fight. Nothing. But Fury done it on his terms mm. when he wanted to work. And all, all credit to Tyson Fury, I think on that night, he, he outfought and outboxed Vladimir Klitschko. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, we're going to go to 998. 998, the floor is Hi, yours. Uh, it's Michelangelo Server speaking. How you doing, Michael? It's been a long time. A long time, man. Where Michelangelo. You been? <laughs> yeah. I've been in hiding. Michael, uh, you upset? Are you upset, Michael? <laughs> don't. Why would it be upset? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm good. I've, I've, just, I've just been to the land of Laszlo Pep and Joe Bunya. Oh, um, okay. Hungary stuff. Nice. But, um, yeah, just, um, just can we just sort of say, um, clarify something? Um, I think you said earlier, you know, um, historically speaking, you know, I mean, you know, the passing of the baton, if you like. I mean, back in 51, Marciano, Rocky Marciano beat Joe Louis. Yeah. Um, and then it went to, you know, back to 80, Larry Holmes, October 80, Holmes versus um, Ali, mm-hmm. you know, and then. 
Tyson versus um, Alms, for example. And then, in, in essence, in a sense, you know, Fury versus Kishka. But this fight is more a passing of the baton. Um, myself, I, I mean, you know, and also, I think you did state earlier about Lomachenko boxing his second. Pete Radamacher boxed Patterson in his pro debut for the heavyweight championship of the world. Okay. Thanks for that. You know, but can I just say, yep. going round the table with you guys, what is your predictions? Ah, uh, no, you can't ask us, Michael. We, we're going to do that later on in the right show. The end. Right we're doing it later on towards oh, the end. Okay, but, okay. So we, you'll but definitely my, hear my our prediction. But what's yours? My prediction is this. I think that um, my aunt says, goes with Joshua. I'd love to see Joshua win. He's a real decent bloke. I mean, Sean Murphy, the former British champ who trained him, yeah. weight champ, he bought him a car. So that lovely story. Night, uh, mm. Jim, you know, mm. it's lo- you know, a lovely uh, guy. Yeah, lovely I see that. What he did there. Beautiful touch. But, um, I think with Klitschko, he's been out of the ring sort of 18 months now, 19 months, yep. and he's going to have ring rust. It doesn't matter what you can do. I mean, uh, with that, you know, you, it's going to take a good few rounds to shake that ring rust off. And I think Joshua's best route to, route to victory is to get to Klitschko early. Mm. And he has got a puncher's chance, and that's his only route to victory. I can't see him being able to box with uh, Klitschko, being able to outbox him. You know, technically, Klitschko is the more mm. superior fighter. Mm. But my Ed does say Klitschko. Uh, like you guys have said earlier, it's, it's, you know, it's come too soon for him. Ernest fast-tracked him. And I tell you what, if, God forbid, if he gets stopped on Saturday, Joshua, and it could be a possibility, mm-hmm. you know, where does he come back from this? And, and who's the one, you know, everyone's going to point the finger at Ern more so because he's just been fast-tracked. I think... What makes me laugh is is when people say, you know, the guy's won a world title and he's not the finished article. I mean, it just, you know, yeah. it, 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 it does But I'm going for a prediction. I'm going for Klitschko on points, late stoppage. But I'll go for points for Klitschko. Nice. But Thank I hope I'm wrong. I really Thank you, do. Michael. We hope you call back in next week to, re- to, to discuss the review of the show. Thank you very much for that, Michael. Cheers. Thank you. Um, I'm going to quickly go 142. I don't remember if we got three to you. 142. Hello. Hey, guys. How you doing? It's Mark from... Um, hey, you know... Um, Kojo and um, Jimmy Hayden is Mark from Twitter. Hi, oh, Mark. Mark. How you good, doing, good, mate? Thank you, right, mate. Just for those listening, Mark's been one of our great supporters on Twitter as well, always retweeting the show. So thank you for calling in, Mark. Mark, quest- uh, question or statement? Um, it's a bit of a question, really. Um, I just think you was you was mentioning earlier on about um, Klitschko, obviously the whole um, podcast Klitschko Joshua. <laughs> but who credibly do you think Joshua could have fought had it not been Klitschko? Now that would keep the fans happy. Mm, so the question is who could Joshua have fought to have kept the fans happy if it wasn't Klitschko now Inam who do you think so, so yeah who, who could he uh, could I he think someone Klitschko? like maybe a Chisora maybe a Kubrat Pulev yeah. Povetkin yeah that, that kind of uh, that kind of calibre of fire yeah good question Jimmy yeah if it weren't Klitschko obviously Fury's not about mm. either them boys or if they was really pushing it it'd be a Deontay Wilder that's what I would have said I think Deontay Wilder for, for me I would say Deontay Wilder um, I would add Luis Ortiz about a year ago I would definitely have said Luis Ortiz but he, since he's, he was signed to match him he hasn't looked that impressive against Jennings and such so forth so yeah sorry Malik Scott um, and uh, Allen so um, Dave Allen so yeah I would have said Ortiz or Wilder who would you say Mark? Yeah, I, I, I think I would have said Ortiz as well. Obviously, he's gone and signed for somebody else now. Yeah, he's now signed to Heyman, um, um, BBC. Mm. Yeah, just to let yeah, everyone, all, the, all the yeah, listeners yeah. know out there as well, Mark will be joining us uh, at the Brooks Spence fight, and we've got one more ticket, which we're going to be giving away as a competition in the next few days. So you're going to be joining the Raps on TV team and Mark at Brooks Spence. We'll get him all, reveal more details. So, Mark, before we let you go, what's your prediction for this week, this weekend's fight? 
Um, yeah, I really do think that um, that it's going to be AJ quite early on. You know, mm-hmm. inside four, I really do. In inside four. Nice. Perfect. We've got that noted down, Mark. We've got that noted down. So thanks for calling in. And again, thank you for all your support. Cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers. Thanks. So, guys, just moving on. I've got... So, we've we've spoke about uh, the two fighters. Um, Let's talk about the game plan because time's moving on and it shows how packed this 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 fight's been. Um, so So, Mark just said AJ win in four rounds. Do you think... AJ needs to be on the front foot in this fight. Worth for you. Um, I can see pluses and minuses for it. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to. He doesn't need Klitschko gaining in confidence for, like early doors. If yeah. he can take Klitschko's well, he seems to be confident. If he can take that confidence confidence off him early, mm-hmm. it can only be a positive. Mm. But at the same time, he'll also be very weary about trying to come in and and trying to get too too adventurous too early mm. he don't need to be walking in and taking any any silly swings on top of the head yeah. and all that because one punch and this could all be it over could all change the dynamics I mean, what, of the fight. what I want to say is the reason I, what I say I think like Joshua is probably this is too early for him mm-hmm. right and it's the point we covered before besides fighting the fighting on the front foot what else has he done Nothing. he's never fought on the back foot he's never been in a boxing match he's never had to outbox someone Everyone's saying he's going to knock out Klitschko. <coughs> For him to do that, he has to fight on the front foot, right? Okay. Klitschko has done everything under the sun, right? So, I, mean, that, I suppose that answers a lot of questions, doesn't it, when mm. you think of it like that? Mm. Yeah. You know? What advantage does uh, Klitschko have by fighting off the back foot? I think he can try and frustrate Joshua mm. if things ain't going his way and he can keep it close. Yeah. If it goes into them later rounds, mm. again, we don't know how Joshua's going to do them later rounds. Yeah. He might be, he might be fine, yeah. but we don't know. We know Klitschko's been there and, and seen it and done it all before, mm. but Joshua has never had to go. I think he's only been seven rounds. So eight Ooh. rounds with Dillian White. Was it eight round knockout? I think it was a seven. Brazil. Yeah. It was with Brazil, it was eight rounds or something, wasn't it? Seven, eight rounds. So no, round Brazil, that stage. Yeah, so Brazil, seven, eight he's, rounds. He's never been into the championship yeah, rounds. Exactly, basically. He's never done nine. I don't think he's ever done nine. Or t- yeah, no. so championship rounds. Okay. Um... So, I mean, one thing I noticed, and you spoke about, and I didn't want to say it earlier, but in terms of the training, the media workout, and also the sparring videos that they released on Behind the Ropes, um, AJ's got a high guard, and he's working on the high guard when he's sparring with his guys, and when he's working on the pads in terms of hitting, he's returning to the high guard, and we know Winky White is, is, is a big fan of that. Um, that tells me that he's working on, or he's being a bit cautious that he doesn't want to get hit. Is that probably to do with the left and, hook? And he doesn't want to get yeah, steamed. It shows it shows that he's obviously seen his flaws mm. in his own fights for his yeah. own experience and he's trying to put put them right because yeah. make no mistake about it if Klitschko hits him yeah. and hits him for flush yeah. he'll go yeah. same as and vice versa mm. so he's he's t- he's trying to obviously tighten that defence up mm. and listen in that division you need to take as little punches yeah. as possible yeah, Jimmy who's got the better punch variety and combination punching I would say Anthony Joshua because yeah. Klitschko's mainly just a one-two and hold or a one-two hook at best. I think Joshua gets in the pocket yeah. and throws head and body, yeah. hook cross, hook cross, body shots like. And he, it, once he gets you hurt, he will he will not stop till the job's stop. done. So I would what I would, would have you say to say now? Joshua. Uh, I think I'd have to agree with Jimmy just yeah. said there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, besides you know the jab, hook, jab, hook, clinch. You know, he doesn't have much of a 
there's not many varieties. If you go through his fights, there's very few fights where he's just unleashed an eight punch combination. Is, yeah. yeah, you don't really see that, and the speed of his punching as well is very. It's kind of like you know it's coming, but you just can't stop it. It's always jab, Bang. jab, move, yeah. jab, jab, right, and as you said, then a left yeah. hook. So definitely, I would agree with that. Um, so I guess I'm going to move it through. So how technically, from a technical spam standpoint, how good do you think Joshua is? He's obviously very good yeah. because you wouldn't win them things if you if if you was half decent. Yeah, but he's he, obviously very good, but he's not had to prove it at the elite level. Yeah, because I will say for me, okay, I will say he's not he's average. The same way I would say Deontay Wilder is average. And obviously they're great boxers. I can never challenge them. But when I look at your Lewis's, I mean Ali is going way back. Of course, you're looking you're at the top, top. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah. And, I, and I don't see them. They, even Tyson, for as mm. much as he lacked his stamina, he still technically he had he had great punch variety. Um, and that's where I'm just a little bit with AD. And again, for me, it's why I still see it as a 50-50. We're going to get to our predictions, but I think those are the reasons I still see it as a 50-50. One of the things I just want to quickly ask, I'm sorry now, um, <laughs> Tyson Fury came out and said he's a poor man's Bruno. And we said, who can you liken him to? And I wanted to kind of say, all right, Harry, and mm. say Bruno. <laughs> but I think it's, it's quite interesting because if you watch, if you go back to Bruno's fights, when he got to the Champions League, Championship rounds, he was fucked. Mm. Couldn't breathe. Holding on to the guy, clinching, heads all over the place. I mean... You know what? I, I, there's I, a part I of me that can I, see that I, with I Joshua. I can see that happening with Joshua because of the <coughs> amount of mass he's carrying, mm. right? And also, you know, it's the explosive nature of the way he fights. When you explode like that, your body's going to use up a lot. You, you know, because he's burning muscle, he's going to mm. use up a lot of oxygen. Am I right, Jimmy? Yeah. You know, explosive power uses up a lot of oxygen. He's going to make you tired. And not only that, the muscle that he's carrying is going to use up a lot of oxygen as well. You know, so, yeah, he, you know, I can see that happening very, very easily. Yeah. Don't know. You know, um, there's so many experts coming out, right, that are saying... AJ's weakness is the left hook, right? Everybody under the sun, right? There's been articles in the Telegraph, you know, this, if anything's going to finish him, it's mm. going to be the left hook, right? All we've ever seen is one left hook from Dylan. And he didn't even actually go down. He got mm. wobbled, mm. right? Which is also very Right? True. Are people making way too much of it, Jimmy, right? And do you think that is a weakness for Joshua? Do you know what? I think because he's looked so dominant mm. and he's just took people out in style mm. and everyone's going, hey, he's got to step up, he's got to step up, he's got to step up. As soon as he does get hit, mm. it's like it's a big song and dance, isn't it? Mm. Like, but if yeah. it was just a... It's a bit like the Fight Fight Jacobs through. thing. Well, I was going to say, even Mayweather, if you remember when yeah. Mayweather took that punch from Mosley, even yes. Maidana or Mosley, everyone's like, oh my God, he got rocked. But yeah. actually, when you put it into context of the career... I oh, say, the fight. Yeah. Even the fight. fight. Yeah, it's, even the fight, exactly. Because they're under the yeah. spotlight, these boys... They're going to be judged for yeah. anything they do. Yeah. But I say to people, listen, you can't get in the water and not get wet. You're yeah. going to get hit. <laughs> yeah, you're going to yeah. get hit. You're going to get hit. So. It's true, isn't it? It's how yeah. you react to it. It's yeah. very true. In, as you said in there, he was wobbled, mm. but he didn't go down. Exactly. So actually, he still hasn't touched the canvas. You know what I mean? So you can't say he's chinny. Fair point. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no. Can AJ at a box glitch go? Or does he need to make it into kind of a dog fight and just be the more far more aggressive fire? Uh, old man him, basically. I think it's hard to say because Joshua's never had to really give anyone a boxing boxing yeah, masterclass yet he's just as soon as he's really let him go the fight's been yeah. been over um, winning an Olympic gold medal mm. winning a professional world title you have to be able to box yeah. at a certain yeah. at, to a certain degree yeah. but he is very powerful yeah. and when when he does let them bombs go then 
this the fight can all be over at any so that's time. That's an interesting point you make, Jimmy, because like you know, I, I try to predict a lot of stuff because I, so I I love putting a punt, I love having a punt, right? So I always analyze stuff like this, right? So for me, the one of the unknowns is, you know, AJ hasn't fought an elite fighter. Mm-hmm. How does he rise? Is AJ an elite fighter? And I suppose where I fell back on is he's an Olympic gold medalist. So does that compensate for that? The fact that he's not for an elite fighter and people are saying we don't know whether he can rise to that kind of level. Can we say, well, he's an Olympic gold medalist? That should be evidence that he can. Mm. Is that is that right? To win an Olympic gold medal, you've obviously got to be very good. Yeah. You've got to be the best in the world in your division. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't always transcend into the professional ranks. Like Harrison, Audrey Harrison, for example. Perfect, you know what I mean? perfect, mm. ex- perfect example. Um, he's obviously done everything that's been asked of him. Mm. But there comes to a point in your career... When do you take that step? Eventually, you have you have to take that step because if 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 that if if they put him in with another Molina or a Charles Martin, can you, the public are just gonna, gonna are gonna kick off. Yeah. So at this time, I think he's needed a fight Not of this mag, of this magnitude. because yeah. people are now saying, well, "Hold on, it's too early." Yeah, but but these are the same people. Saying, saying, we, I, need, I need to see him fight yeah, somebody. I yeah. swear. So there's a point. <laughs> see me. There's, there's, there's a there's a point <coughs> in his career mm. where you're gonna have to say, do you know what? We're gonna have to roll the dice here. Yeah. And 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 see if we can if we can see go to this level. Exactly. And so what I want to quickly come on to is because obviously you're yourself you're on a coaching team. We know that coaches. I think I've seen it for me the Ward Covenant. <laughs> if that was a massive fight, and you saw the difference coaches can make. Tell us, what do you know about Rob McCracken and how important do you think he's going to be to AJ in his career moving forward now he's going for the big, big fights? Yeah, um, Rob McCracken has obviously been there, seen it and done it all before yeah. himself as a fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also had, um, obviously notably, Carl Froch has been his, his, his standout, yeah. standout fighter. So he's been in these big fights before. Mm. He knows how to. There's so to many get similarities. To... He's been in Wembley as well. You yeah, know what I mean? like big... for the Frotch Groves fight, mm. he's been there before. Mm. He's seen it. Be- he's seen it before. He's been. He's. 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 He. He obviously knows his fighter, and he knows how to to bring his guys through to to that level. And what he did with the 2012 Olympic team. I That's mean, really, exactly, a lot of the yeah. guys there all won. A lot of the guys won medals. Top boys. Yeah, they're all, all good these guys were snapped up by matchroom. Do you know what I mean? And Rob McCracken a is a very important factor behind that. Yep. You know, and to be honest, the way you just said it, right? There can probably be really there can probably be no better trainer in this mm. corner for this fight than Rob McCracken. Mm. Purely on the fact that this guy has done a huge fight like this at Wembley already for Frosch. Mm-hmm. So he can, he's probably going to explain the, 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 you know, the, the atmosphere. I mean, that's mm. good. this is a lot of pressure, mate. Yeah. Massive pressure. Do you know what I mean? Pressure. You've got massive, the whole weight of the country on his shoulders, mm. right? This is going to be watched across the entire boxing world, right? I think the world. Yeah. yeah. Millions upon millions of people are going to be watching this. They're going to make a ton of fucking money, right? Do you know what I mean? It's probably going to create the most dominant heavyweight. I think from whoever wins this, we can say it's the best heavyweight on the yeah, planet. Yeah, to agree, yeah. Until yeah. Fury comes back. It's a lot of pressure on a young man, mm. you know? And, you know, to have someone like Robert McCracken there is probably a very reassuring factor. And if you watch, like, behind the ropes, you'll see he's got a very close relationship with him. He's very get, calm. Mm. Yeah. He's, he doesn't don't really get high rate, does he? No, he like, doesn't get emotional. He knows how to get through to him. Yeah, yeah and I think he's probably one, the, one of the one, one guy that probably Joshua would listen to, whatever he says. Yeah, definitely, mm. yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we could say he's a yeah. fairly important. And, and, and Jonathan Banks, I mean, what, what do you know about him? What do you think about 
how he's guided Klitschko's career, obviously taking over from Emmanuel Stewards. Yeah. What's your thoughts? He's obviously you had, he's had big shoes to fill. Yeah, that's the um, <laughs> But by the time, I suppose, Banks was working with Klitschko, mm. Klitschko knows how the game works. He's been world champion. He's yeah. been at that level. Um, but he still has to give the right advice yeah. on the night because if someone's telling you one thing mm. and it's the wrong thing, yeah. You're only human. You're only gonna. You are gonna. You are gonna listen to it because you've got trust in this person, in mm-hmm. in this cornerman, mm. that's just just reading the fight and giving you advice in between rounds. Yeah. So he's a brilliant coach. Because yeah. he's obviously been at that level, working at the highest um, level. Yeah, and obviously he knows Klitschko very well, <coughs> and um, you know they they they're confident. They believe they 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 believe they can do it. Yeah. So um. And like you saw, like you just said, Banks also a former fighter and um, wasn't the greatest of heavyweights, but he's a year quite a young coach. So for when his career finished, I think in like twenty twelve, immediately went in to start working Straight with Klitschko. It, yeah. So it says a lot about him in it's terms of there. how as a fighter he was probably quite observant yeah. in the in, there, in the yeah. gym, you know what I mean? And he's got that experience. So for me, I have to say, I don't know who else he who works with at the highest level. Um obviously no one at Klitsch, near Klitschko, but yeah, I feel that's going to be an interesting because in the Fury fight, I didn't, I didn't feel that Banks really said much to get I, Klitschko I, I going. I don't think it's a great coach per se because you know he was a, he was he was a cruiserweight, became a heavyweight, yeah. and it was sort of like trained by Stewart, and Stewart Stewart died, and he sort of like took on the mantle, you know. So I don't think he's got any other notable fighters. He's mm. probably just taking on Klitschko because he was part of the Kronk team. Mm. And he used to be yeah. a sparring partner as well, so... Yeah, you know, so, so you're they know right. each other, yeah. yeah exactly. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, you're right. There was no adaptation by Klitschko on the night for Fury. Mm. You know, it was the first real challenge he's had. Mm. Anything prior to that, it was the same model. It was the steward model, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Right, so Banks hasn't... What's Banks added to this game? Hasn't really added anything, I can see. No, he's just... But again, it wasn't get, broken. Until yeah. Fury, I guess you could argue the record, it wasn't broken. So what yeah, was he supposed rounds, to fix? 36 it was minutes to do something. I agree with you on nothing. the night. No, 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 no I, mean? I totally agree with you. And that's where I felt that was his test to, to, to do something for us to see. Likewise. And he didn't do nothing. But leading up to that, I guess you could argue what could he add? Because if it wasn't broke, it wasn't. Yeah, it. so he couldn't add anything leading up to that. In the fight, I guess he could have got into his head or just, you know, got him a bit more riled him up. up Maybe, him yeah, up, yeah. Get, get him more shots but you off. know what, right? You know, there's lots more to this, right? Mm. Listen, I mean, this comes into my predictions. He lost the fight with Fury, mm. but before that, he fought a six-foot-three-inch guy in New York called Brian Jennings, yeah. and the guy went 12 rounds with him. The guy yeah. got put down by Ortiz. Right? I know you can't just make comparisons mm-hmm. like that, yeah. you know, but to me, that shows someone that's starting to come down, right? You're going from Kubrat Pulev, you knock him out, mm-hmm. you're fighting someone a lot smaller, and there's no doubt about it, Kubrat Pulev is far more technically gifted as a fighter than Jennings, in my opinion, and he's mm-hmm. also bigger, yeah. right? So the fact that Jennings made it through 12 rounds, you know, shows to me something is, you know, Klitschko is starting to come off a mm. bit, you know, he's, he's, he's starting to, the age is getting to him. Yeah. Then you've got the Tyson Fury fight. So there is a pattern developing there, isn't there? Like, is he on, is he on the decline? Yeah. You know. I mean, don't forget, he went unanimous decision with um, Povetkin. So I do get what you mean, um, and I link it back to Bernard Hopkins, because Bernard Hopkins had his hiatus, went on to face Kovalev, obviously lost that easily, you know, Kovalev easily beat him, nearly knocked him out took another two-year hiatus, and then he came back and got knocked out by Joe Smith. So he's kind of that, the old champion legend, 
you see the decline, but at the time you're not spotting it because I remember a lot of people were talking about the Hopkins and Smith fight, and everybody thought Hopkins would win. And then he just got in and he smoked young him, lion, right? And it was the young lion. So I agree, there are points in terms of the decline, but I felt with Klitschko, his style is just it could he can he can easily go to points sometimes because it is just that jab jab hook. It's not as explosive, rapid and explosive as the, some of the other heavyweights. That that's just my what opinion. What does history that. tell us about this? I don't think it tells us much, to be fair. <laughs> you know, like you know, we're going to touch on this. You know, we've got Holmes <coughs> versus Ali, mm-hmm. right? That's one example. You got Holmes v Tyson. You know, you got the, you have got these examples throughout history, yeah. especially with the heavyweights, where legends don't retire and they fight up and coming fighters. And history has always shown that the young fight and this is what Fury said Father Time Fury said this to Klitschko when he fought him right did he not say this he said the very same thing he said throughout history right the old aging champions have always lost to up and coming fighters he did say that right and he proved it so why is this different my question I think people looking at it differently is in there's two factors is Klitschko over the hill and done? And mm-hmm. is AJ ready to step up to this level yeah, if Klitschko is still good. there? Yeah. I think they're the two factors what people are going to really... The two compensated really... factors, isn't yeah. it? They compensate mm. each other out. Because, yeah. you know, I think we can say if you, if you, um, he must be in decline purely because of his age. He mm. must be. Yeah. You can't be the same fighter when you were 25, when you are 40. Let's That's be real. Even 30. Mm. Even 30. That's mm. for the, so without doubt, he's in decline. He's not fought for nearly two years, mm. right? So there's going to be rust, there's going to be issues with stamina, there's going to be issues with timing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's, that's that element. We've seen the pattern with not being able to stop Jennings, uh, the Fury fight, now two years, that's four years nearly when he fought Jennings, mm. right? So there is a pattern of decline there, Right? But against that, you know, you've got an inexperienced guy. Can he capitalise on that, right? So it's time for predictions. Two years, because he fought Jennings in 2015. Yeah. Because I remember it was the same year as Oh, OK, weeks. fine. Yeah. Time for predictions. Yes. Right. Jimmy, right. let's hear what you've got to say, man. Yeah, Jimmy, we're putting you on a spot. In fact, we've got one caller. I'm going to quickly go to the caller yeah, go before on, they go, and then we'll get the predictions. 072-072. The floor is yours. Yeah. Hello? hello? Yes, Hello? Hello, mate. Yeah, hello, mate. It's Peter Speed. Great fan of the show. Great. Hi, Peter. Hi, Peter. Hi, thanks for calling in. Oh, uh, so I just want a question for Jim, really. Yep. Yeah, fire away, mate. So, yeah, basically, Jim, how refreshing. I watched the programme last night at Joshua last night. How refreshing to see two actual fighters showing mutual respect for each other rather than the hey, Bellew thing where it was all argumentative and all that. Do you reckon it, it makes a difference, ticket wire selling it, whether you've been arrogant with each other or just showing mutual respect to each other Cheers. Before Jim, before you answer that, sorry, um, Pete, I just want to say great question because that's something we haven't actually touched on. So great question and thanks great for calling question. in. Yeah, thank you very Jim, much. do you want to answer? I think because of the the where they both are, mm. they're such big names in yeah. in the world of boxing. They've not had to badmouth each other and and mm. and and sell the fight. Um, it sells itself. Ninety thousand seats are sold. Yeah, they're not struggling, so <laughs> they're probably thinking. Very similar to what's Maver, the point? Maver Pack. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There was hardly any promotion behind yeah, Maverick. I think with the Hay Bellew fight, listen, that would have sold, mm. but I think their personalities mm. clashed, clashed, and yeah. that was that was what you got. It's, yeah. it's the same with when James Box grows, or yeah. it's just how they're 
how their personalities sort of the yeah, the two. blend in. Mm. And with Klitschko and Joshua, they they're both decent decent guys. There was never gonna there was never yeah. gonna be no bad mouthing, there's never gonna be no table flipping. Great respect for each other, yeah. whether you're the, he's a Hall of Famer yeah. and one is a young prospect, great respect. Yeah. So, yeah, so, no, so P- Peter, while we've got you, what's your prediction? Um, well, it's a weird one, really. I just got a funny thing. I know, I know, Joshua's as powerful as the new man on the block and all that. But I just got this funny, funny feeling that he's going to be, he's going to be open to one from thingy about the fourth or fifth round. Let's go. Well, I think we'll catch him in the fourth or fifth. Yeah, I really that's second or third person I want, that said I want, that. I want Joshua to win. I'm a big Joshua fan. I really want Joshua. But I just got this nagging feeling that everyone's talking about him. He's over the hill. He's finished. Mm. Um, you know, he's, he's just got last payday. It's got a funny feeling. Four for fifth. So you reach, and I think he might just catch him. Nice. No, thank you for that, Peter. So listen, make sure you keep supporting the show on Facebook page, iTunes once it's downloaded, no and problem. hopefully you call in next week as well once the fight's finished to get give us your review as well. So thank you for that. Thank you, Peter, for calling in. So now we will go into predictions. Jim, the floor is yours. No right. pressure. I think it's going <coughs> to be an intriguing fight. Yeah. While it lasts, I think. It's going to be a very edgy fight, mm. the first couple of rounds. Um, gun held to my head. Yeah. I think Joshua wins 8, 9, 10, somewhere there. Knockout. Knockout, yeah. All right. Inam? If the fight goes beyond five or six rounds, I'm going to go with Klitschko by late KO. So that's your, that's, that's your, that's your pick? Yeah. Klitschko, late, late KO. KO. Yeah. Okay. Any, any, you want to elaborate? Yeah, the reason why I feel is Joshua has never fought into the championship rounds, mm-hmm. number one. I think he's probably too inexperienced for Klitschko. Mm-hmm. I think if you compare them in terms of technical ability, there's mm-hmm. a massive gulf. There's a huge gulf in experience. Um, Joshua hasn't fought anybody like him. Joshua has never been tested. You know, he's never had to be in a situation where he's in trouble and get himself out of it, you know, and suddenly he's being dropped in a big hole, Mm -hmm. right? Do you know what I mean? And had to deal with that. So Mm -hmm. I think he's too inexperienced. He's not had the kind of fights for him to develop and learn to be in a fight like this. Mm -hmm. Um, He's not fought into the championship rounds. And I just don't think, yeah, that's in a nutshell, mate, that's what it is. All right, so before I kind of give my predictions, what I will say, and I'm going to be a bit combayer with it, but I do think there isn't any loser because I think what these guys have both done for boxing, as Peter just called in and said, they've brought the reputation of boxing back to the light. I think your Chisora's, White's, (laughs) even though we enjoyed those fights, your Abelu's, it kind of soured it in the media, and I think the media respect for this fight has been great, so... I take my hat off to both of them. I don't think there's going to be an actual loser because if Joshua loses, I think he still go on to have a great career. And I think if uh, Klitschko loses, I think we can't dis- we can't disregard his whole career. My prediction, um, in fact, what I'm going to say is it why I think this is intri- intriguing fight. The Klitschko loss, you know, to Fury and the style of that loss, um, AJ's potential, his hunger. I think he's very clear he's a hungry fighter um, and then it's Klitschko's age. Um, but for me, I'm going for a Joshua stoppage 10th, 11th round. The reason I feel that he's going to go to that distance, I feel that the ring rust is going to play a factor in this fight. Um, I don't think, and I think the first two rounds, I think AJ's going to be cagey, not taking advantage of the ring rust, but I think he's going to be cagey. I think it will be an intriguing fight. I think we're going to see Joshua push back. 
but I just can't see how Klitschko can deal with the power and speed of Joshua. And I think even in the later rounds, if they've been training the way they've said they said they will, I think it's going to be a bit too much to overpower. It's going to be a bit too much for Klitschko, and he will overpower him. So myself, I'm going with Joshua, ten eleven. You know, like a ring rust, Jimmy. Mm. Can you overcome that through sparring and constantly being in the gym? Do you know what my dad always said when he was mm. boxing? Mm. He had he had seven years out before coming back, which is obviously a real long time. Mm. And he said, do you know what? In training, you feel good. Mm. Like you're still doing your runs. You're thinking, do you know what? I feel mm. fit. You know, you're sparring. Mm. But he said, you get in there, and all of a sudden, like you get the, the real gloves on, the little it's, gloves. It's under the bright lights. It's on TV. And he said, and like that little, that little half a yard, that little snap, it just ain't there. Yeah. And he said, it, 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 but straight away you know, mm. but you don't like to admit it, but yeah. you, know. you know. And he just said, like, it's just not <coughs> as fluent. And mm. right there, you know that it's yeah, it's that time. time. I think I think what Klitschko is going to do is just going to be timing and pacing this fight. He's going to be. One round is going to be coming forward on the front foot, pushing AJ back. The next round is going to be on the back foot, getting a breather. You know, he's 41 years old. He can't keep him maintain a strong pace for 12 rounds, so he's going to have to do that. Let's, I you think know. he'll be on the back foot. I think he's going to be on the back foot for a good few rounds, yeah. you know. So, you know, he's going to lose points. You know, if he does that too early, he's going to have a lot of catching up to do, do you mm. know what I mean? And uh, so if, if, if he's on the back foot for the first good few rounds... I think he's probably going to end up losing the fight because he's going to have way too much to do to catch up. He's going mm. to be coming forward too aggressively. He's going to get caught. Mm. I reckon. Right, and and so sort of, and even though I'm saying Joshua, for me it's still a fifty-fifty fight. Man, so, I mean, mean it's still a fifty-fifty yeah. fight. I don't think anybody. There's so you know, many unknowns. I think in this people one. in the real hard. boxing world, you know, people that are like yourself, Jimmy. I think <clears> even though they've got their person they're rooting for, I think they still know who, whether it's Joshua or Klitschko. I think they still have strong logical reasons why either fighter could win, and I think we know that. So. Guys, we're looking forward to this one. We hope that you're all going to be tuned in if you're downloading the podcast after the fight. Shame on you. Make sure you download beforehand if you're listening yeah. live as well. But I just wanted to say thanks. So, Jim, do you want to give your Twitter handles out before before we go? Twitter, social media. Yeah, um, anyone listening, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at, at Jimmy Mac Jr. And um, I'm also on Facebook as well. Listen, this guy's a legend. This guy's part of Team James DeGale. James DeGale was the first British Olympic gold medalist and world heavy, uh, world title holder. Do you know legend. what I mean? Legend. Legend. Thanks legend. For me on board. And he's doing yeah. good work in the schools as well, teaching those naughty kids how to <laughs> yeah. behave themselves. So listen, love sessions as well. Come to Jimmy Mack. So don't forget, for us, it's Raps on TV, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Raps on TV. Check out the website, www.rapsontv.com. We love you. We leave you. We're going to go and get ready for this fight. We can't wait. Andrew Shabby! Nah, Jimmy Matt Jr. Jimmy Matt Jr. <laughs> <laughs> We're Jimmy Matt Jr. from now on. <laughs>